0: Me fuel, give me five give me that which I desire we'll
1: do
0: it live okay we'll, we'll do it live okay. it.
2: and we are live metallicacast live Coming at you on the At Metallicast Pod Facebook page and the FanStone Experts YouTube page. My name is Brandon. I am the host of this here podcast, Metallicast. And I am joined by uh, two of my favorites, if I'm going to be honest Mr. Richard S. He, music journalist extraordinaire.
1: Hey, he, um Good evening, Americans. Good evening, <laughs> Americans,
2: and good morning, Australians. If there is a large Australian population tuning in just for Richard, he has the RSH fan club tuning in, I believe, correct?
3: Hey, that's just my podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like It's like when you're in a starting band and you've got to bring your own five friends to the show.
2: Greg, there are rules here. Please do not talk until you are properly introduced. Well, I don't follow
0: the rules, as we all know, from <laughs> any podcast I've been a part of. Hey,
2: Punt Road is here. Hey, Road, Punt you Road, you silly goose, start a Megadeth podcast. You know who is a big Megadeth fan yeah. is this gentleman in the middle here, who goes by Cop
1: ah, <laughs> <laughs> Can we
2: all do our best Mustang impressions in honor of Punt Road? Wow, wow, <laughs> yeah, that
1: was a bit of uh, All right, well, we can never do else. it, yeah, we can never do a again because
3: <laughs> Richard <just> killed it. <laughs> Bye. Uh.
2: <laughs> so for those of you who are watching or uh tune in late, but Rosa's Richard, that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to call you the punter. I feel like we need to shorten it, yet keep it the same number of syllables. Actually, it's be one more syllable when I add the word the, the punter. I should stress that I've been drinking for <laughs> the last hour, <laughs> at least. The good news is nobody can tell, so that's the good news. <laughs> the blackened whiskey was opened an hour ago and poured into some eggnog, because I am in a festive mood. Christmas is around the corner, gentlemen. 2021 is around the corner. We're about to put this uneventful year behind us. Nothing happened in 2020.
0: I mean, well, one big thing happened, and then literally nothing else happened <laughs> after <afterwards, so laughs> well, <find> it. Through. <laughs> that is a point.
2: I think we what well, we have, we have COVID. I guess that's like a minor news story of the year. Um, here in the States, we have... Uh, a new president elect, I guess that's a minor news story. Um ah, yes. we have discovered uh UFOs, I guess that's a minor news story. Um we have um what else have we done? Playstation five
0: I feel like, <laughs> like Richard catching up on a year's worth of news right now. Like,
2: really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do they have cyberpunk in Australia? Does it is it playable there?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't think it's any more
3: playable. From
2: what I, I just like talking about every other country as if, like, it does not exist. <laughs> mm, because yes. I am we're, an ignorant American. I'm all in your mind. Yes. Yeah. Get out of my mind, Richard. Get out of my GD mind. <laughs> uh, for those of you who um, might not watch, or I should say listen, because it's not a... Video, it's a podcast. I, I do podcasts regularly, so I should know this um, more than most. But uh, for those of you who might not listen, Greg and I do a little side podcast uh, called the Cops Pay Podcast, and we uh, just drink some beers and shoot the shit about extreme metal, black metal, death metal. Uh, we do a new episode. About every six months. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. The key to building a good fan base is keep the, keep the content yeah. very sparse and erratic. <laughs> and we have,
2: uh, we have fives of listeners. We have fives yeah. of listeners. Yeah. But um, it, it's a lot of fun to do. And we do a drinking game on there called the David Ellison Drinking Game. And the way this works, ladies and gentlemen who are watching, or listening at home because this will be out in podcast form soon enough. I have to burp. <clears throat> a podcast professional right there, burping right into the mic. So feel so at home right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is this this is like my home away from home. Metallicast is all I have, guys. This
3: is all I got. <laughs> Your basement away from home <laughs> my basement away from away home. from living room yes <laughs>
2: uh, we just redid our basement it's quite lovely we have a, a new oh, sofa nice. we have uh i got a new desk i'm working on so if i seem a little bit higher up right. than past live streams that would be why um
3: it still looks like the hot dungeon to me just saying
2: yes oh gen definitely the new armored saint yeah he's looking at the question on the screen what are some of your favorite metal moments and albums of 2020 Please let me know. Ken, I am right with you. I'm going to get into that a bit later. But the new Armored Saint album is absolutely fantastic. I love it, love it, love it, love it. So if you're watching, please share in the comments some of your favorite moments or albums. Um, Puntrose's Burp was very Hetfield appropriate. Thank you. I, I I like to think I'm basically the second coming of James Hetfield. Um, yeah, even though he hasn't died, so that's pretty impressive, <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, my family calls me James Junior, and by my family, I mean me. I call myself James Junior. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> give a few, give yeah, give me food, give me that with a Yeah, <laughs> ah. it the Mustaine Heffield duet that everybody's been oh. wanting. Um, but back to my original the fuel point. mechanics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the mechanics. Yes. Um, I'm going to do something crazy. I, I, I'm, I'm going completely off the script now, but I'm going to do something crazy one day and I'm going to mash up. Not sure if it'll work, but I'm going to mash up the four horsemen and the mechanics and see if uh, it oh, goes yeah. together. I, I, I have a crazy suspicion that the two songs might work together.
3: A little mm. bit
2: similar, you know, yeah, a tad, a, a tad bit similar, but uh, but the four horsemen has a little bit more sweet home Alabama in the middle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, but the mechanics has a pretty sophisticated vocal <laughs> arrangement throughout all of it, uh, yeah, very, yeah, deep lyric topics about gas stations. And oh, yeah, Richard and <laughs> I,
2: I on one of the episodes we did, we I think it was it must have been with you, we went through oh, all the lyrics of the mechanics yeah. line by line. <laughs> and we it had nothing to do with the episode we were recording but we spent about 20 minutes dissecting this song <laughs> yeah that that's that's the only way you can spend yeah. that time <laughs> yeah um uh, but i was going to say the course paint podcast we do a drinking game called the david ellison drinking game so anytime somebody says ellison or junior you must drink so i have a little holiday ale right here and uh I am going to get us started.
3: Ellison, cheers! Cheers! Ooh, cheers! I'm drinking my coffee because it is the morning.
2: And this is when we make fun of Richard for not being an alcoholic and for not drinking in the morning. <laughs> what a loser!
0: I know. So, what is it? Monday morning there. It's it's Saturday night it's here, Sunday so it's Monday morning. morning
2: there. <laughs> Richard, Richard, call um, that a work. <laughs> I'm I, I'm sorry what I said before too about cyberpunk. Of Course, you have it there because it is 2077 there in Australia already. <laughs> hey, yes, from the future. You are you are you in the cyberpunk future right now, Richard?
3: Doesn't feel like it, feels pretty organic yeah. to me, although the rendering is really good, you know, the yeah. 3D modeling, yeah, like, sense of perspective. I like, do it. you have but any like. This screen I'm looking at is kind of low-def. I just see these two guys <laughs> who look like polygons. So. Yeah. They look like they're shoved in horrible no face, basements. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we look like we're from Goldeneye, but in a, like, yeah. a yeah. poor basements. Yeah. A bit lucky. Like, yeah. yeah, we look like 8-bit Pierce Brosnan. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: uh, so, um, wait, should we make it so if somebody says Ellison in the chat, we have to drink too? I think that should be a rule for this live stream. Um, so if you're watching and you want to sure. make us drink, we're going to get Richard all hyped up on his coffee. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yes. uh, you just got to write else in the chat. That's all you got to do. But we are here tonight and this morning for us future people um, to do a few things. One, uh, ring in the new year by talking about some of our favorite albums of 2020. Um, I would like to kind of just, you know, shoot the shit about some of our favorite Metallica or metal moments of 2020. And, uh, also celebrate me because this is the three year anniversary. Can you believe I've been doing this godforsaken show for three years? Neither can I, I can't,
0: I can't believe some of these people you've been interviewing lately. It's like, do they Uh, know that you
2: live in a little basement? (laughs) (laughs) I have tricked everybody. I have tricked everybody. Um, I have to say, in uh, all seriousness for a moment, if you are listening, um, thank you very much for doing so. This was a really good year for Metallicast. We went from doing one a month to one a week. We uh, started doing the monthly live streams. For a while there, in peak quarantine, we were doing one live stream a week and then i mm. said um i want to enjoy doing these so i'm going to stop <laughs> doing them after t- um, <laughs> two months of doing that, it
3: that particular stretch was like a big hallucination for me oh yeah <laughs> oh really yeah happened. that was like yeah.
2: that was like peak quarantine in every way like everybody was yeah. in it everybody was like eating too much drinking too much everybody oh, yeah. was like tuning into all these different internet things but now like life has sort of normalized a bit i feel like you know like as much yeah. as mm. like people are just like going about their normal business as much as you can in a yeah. global pandemic. You know, like people are like, all right, well, I guess I do have to work. I have to do X, Y, and Z, you know? So yeah, it
0: was like the first, you know, month was like the first week of college break. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm only going places in sweatpants and I'm drinking
1: nonstop. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> and then a month in you're like, this is not like, going to stop. So either yeah. I have to stop or I'm going to die. I,
0: I have to eat a vegetable and be a human again.
2: <laughs> so that is where we are at with uh, Metallica. But we've had a lot of great guests. Um, I'm very happy with uh, people we've had on. Um, with the exception of Richard, he's a real jackass. Oh. And I really oh. hate having him on, which oh. is why I only limit him to about once a month. But um, <laughs> everybody else has been really cool from some of the fans who listen like Connor was on last week to talk about uh, part of Cunning Stunts and uh, he was on earlier to talk about Beyond Magnetic Tommy production values Trink was on early in the year he's my arch nemesis we do not get along he can mm-hmm. he, he sucks Greg have you ever met this kid Right, you would I just, you would just want to. He's, I know if you met him though, you'd want to just punch him in the face. You just want to. He's like punch I
0: think like face like that. I Think like where's my hands? Thor and then I think Tommy <laughs> Trink because I they both <laughs> are just ideas to me floating out in the ether. <laughs> and, right. Um, hear so um, much about him, <laughs> but
2: you know I gotta say I think I have uh, improved the production values for Tommy Trink over the last year, mm-hmm. um, and we've had cool. a lot of great guests: John Zazula, Michael Alago, John Bush, and. David Ellison, Drink. Hey. Ooh.
3: He hasn't listened to your podcast.
2: Thank God. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you know, I, I was on, a, I would love, not that he would ever agree to do it, but I would love to have uh, Mustaine on one day, and uh, oh my God. I just know that if he ever was like, oh. Let me check it out. He would hear that and just be like, "Fuck that guy." No, nope. yeah, um, no. Nope. But you know, everything I do and say about Megadeth is from a a spot of love, um, and uh, you know, yeah. That's all well, I that have was... to say about that.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> Mostly love.
0: It was, well, it's funny that you bring up the a Ellison drink. Ugh. But also you did bring that up to David Ellison himself drink. I think it was for Hannah and I's wedding that you got you got you bought us a cameo. So you're like, Oh, check this out. We follow the link and it's like David Ellison's face drink pops up. (laughs) Wow. And then
2: Yeah. Well that was a standard there
0: he's like oh hey congrats on your coming wedding and we're so happy for you this and that and then brandon wants me to say something um ellison drink i don't know what that means <laughs> maybe you have a drink
2: named after me or something like that like that's it that's the one
3: <laughs> how have we not heard about this yet
2: so i thought i played it at the end of a podcast oh. i will try to find the audio included yeah. in the future um it was great i um uh, do you know when I interviewed him this year for mentaltalk.net which was another highlight of my year that it was completely unexpected working with mentaltalk.net oh, and cool. yeah. doing interviews for them and writing a bunch of articles has been a lot of fun but um to do uh when I was interviewing him I was like I have to like pretend like I'm a professional and all I <laughs> want to be like is So my friend Greg and I, we do a a podcast called Course Pain Podcast, (laughs) and uh, we play a drinking game where every.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be that would be expected
2: of you. (laughs) I cannot stop burping. Punt Road says Dave is a kind and understanding man. Very accepting. He is. He's a sweetheart of a man, which is why I think like Mm. that's the humor is that he is in a band called Megadeth, but he's like the most nor and he has like, like yeah. I just read um the Rust and Peace book, and him and Mustaine mm. are talking about like, their crazy heroin habit, and like all these crazy drug stories, and I'm like, wait that guy did heroin that that guy's at megadeth like
0: my favorite part of the megadeth behind the the vh1 behind the music was like they show his mom who's like a stereotypical midwestern woman minnesota and she's like oh megadeth here we go okay you know it's like yeah. yeah he's gonna go do heroin for 20 years straight, like at minimum
3: Oh I was going God. to say, he's like the most Canadian non Canadian. <laughs> you know. Although he's from Minnesota, so that's like. That's close. Almost. Yeah. That's
2: like the American. Very right? close. That's like yeah. the American yeah. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah. He just needs some uh, maple syrup. I, I cannot do a good David Elvison impression, though. I tried once and it was horrible. <laughs> well, hey, I'm Here's David Elvison. Oh, oh, we, we're a few drinks behind, I think. Yeah. Oh we should have grabbed more beer just like i i feel
0: that i love you know i love megadeth and i love everyone in that band as much as you can (laughs) but he's like he's so probably the nicest person in the world but he just seems so boring in any interview (laughs) because he's a nice normal person he's not like a maniac like dave mustaine so (laughs) i was like oh he's so boring but it's like he's probably super sweet like the best guy around but pont row
2: says just do fargo quotes that's literally all i can think of when like I hear him talk as Fargo. <laughs> oh, silly Ellison! Drink. Yeah. Hey. All right, that is one beer down. I only have one more beer next to me, so this could be a problem. I'm
0: already losing my headphones here. Oh boy.
2: Um. So, boys, um, if you're listening on uh, in podcast land after this is a live stream, um, I'm going to tell you right now. That if you hear background noise, if you hear awkward silence, that's because we suck and I'm not editing anything after this. Sometimes I go back and clean up the live streams, but I'm like, why bother? Because people can go on Facebook and YouTube and watch the video anytime. And Richard, good news, we're not going to be playing uh, clips of uh, horror movies in this one like we did for the <laughs> Halloween one. So <laughs> I don't think this one will be banned in like 40 countries via Facebook this oh, time. Yeah. So i yeah. thought
3: about that. I can't remember who sicked, like, the copyright lawyers on us. Yeah.
2: I went on the next day and I was like, that's all the views I have? And then I was like, "Yeah, oh, it's been banned in, like, a hundred countries. <laughs> 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 Oops. Oh, great. But it was all in Halloween fun. Don't they understand that? Can't copyright yeah. law just stand to the side and be like, hey, it's all Halloween shenanigans? That's all it is? They're just trying to, like be the most have like show the most metal Halloween moments in movies like if, if if two grown men cannot get together and do that in the name of entertainment you know what this is not a world I even want to be a part of 2020 and the copyright law can go suck a bag of dicks I said it well I said it. I, somebody, somebody had to say it. I, and I said somebody it. Somebody
0: finally had to say it, yeah. and I'm glad you had the balls to do it.
2: I mean, <laughs> I just want to say – go on the record. But, uh, by the way, this is a copyright podcast, so if you use any of this without permission, I will <laughs> fucking sue you.
3: <laughs> You'll deliver it. Uh, yeah. A list of Napster users <laughs> for that
0: Yeah. yeah. It would be, it'd be perfect if you finished that and then just played the like parts of this NFL presentation or brought you by
3: like <laughs> It's
0: legal to play any copyrighted material other than on a live broadcast stream.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With the music. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's jump into the year that was 2020. Um, you know, as we discussed before, a very uneventful year in the news, but... Uh, I thought it was a great year for music. There was a yeah. lot of really amazing albums that came out, and I have my top three lined up to share, but I know as soon as this ends, I'm going to be like, why did I name that album not that album? Or you guys are going to mention something and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Album. Like There was a lot of great stuff that was released this year, both metal and non-metal, um, even though I, I, I guess my choice is pretty metal. Um, but I also would love to share uh, some of our, if we have a favorite... Uh, Metallica or just metal moment of the year, whether it was maybe it was an album or maybe it was a a concert you saw before the lockdown, or maybe it was uh one of the live streams that have come out. Uh Brad saying rocking out with Trans Siberian Orchestra. Brad, how are you, buddy? Long time listen to
0: some Trans Siberian today. It was uh I that's I said do, to do, turn to yeah, my do, wife and like, have to go see Trans Siberian will be the most metal Christmas ever.
2: I so saw Trans Siberian yeah, a few years ago. It was a good show. It was but, a fun show. I think I was trying to figure out the whole time I was there. I was like, is that guitarist Al Petrelli? Because he was in Megadeth. Yeah. <laughs> With Ellison, drink. I gotta open hey. I gotta open this. Brad, if you're not drinking yet, grab a drink.
0: Uh Mike, nice daddy fresco. Dead, dead silence of a well it gives
2: people a chance to drink <laughs> the awkward silence gives it's people like, a chance to drink
0: it's like we go listen back to the corpse State podcast <laughs> it's just like hey this is stupid this is stupid that's dumb oh satan yeah silence for 20 seconds
2: <laughs> it gives people a chance to drink yeah. um it and does. i highly encourage if you're listening to this in podcast form you're in the car you can drink it's fine it's 2020 everybody will understand um, and you can only say that for like two more weeks. So get it in while you can guys. And if you're listening to this and it's already 2021, you might be arrested. I'm just saying, but, um, <laughs> you've been texting beverages since <laughs> noon. Uh, I've, we've been doing the same, Brad. We have been doing the same. Um, but I, the drinking really started about 90 minutes ago now when that blackened whiskey opened up and got poured into that eggnoggy. Cause I'm a, I'm a, like a festival. I'm not like a. A festive little elf right now
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um so do we <laughs> how do you transition from that yeah. so yeah. guys favorite moment do we have one favorite metal moment. nope nope <laughs> <laughs> all right podcast no, done. Either, way. either way richard if you got one
3: <laughs> well favorite metallica favorite metal moments um uh, I thought it was really cool when Metallica released a song called "Hell's Motel" on April first. Ah, <laughs> yes, I that, that
2: was the best thing ever. And people, like some people, were legitimately pissed. Like I got messages on social media, like "Oh, oh yeah, blah, blah, like bitching about it." And my best, the best thing ever, and I've said this before, but I got to share it again is. Um, I got a one-star review from on Apple Podcasts from somebody because they were so mad about that episode. <laughs> oh, that was good. They were like... I think you need to print that out and frame it. Yeah, I, I think so. Next to my other one-star review because um, I, for being a Metallica fanboy making them hate being a fan of Metallica, <laughs> those are like the two best one-star reviews ever. I could not even be upset. But um, that was a great episode. Uh for those of you who might not know, uh we released uh, an episode on April Fool's Day and uh with breaking Metallica news and uh you uh uh we we well instead of playing a new Metallica song, we might have played the song Hell's Motel by uh MD forty five, the side project of They Must die. <laughs> And uh people People, I, I think most people who listened laughed, but uh, there were definitely people who reached out to me on Twitter and Facebook and uh, in the reviews of Apple Podcasts, and they were not happy.
3: <laughs> All I can say is, a it's a legitimately good song. B,
2: it's probably the best song on that you, album for what that's worth.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, we gave you like fifty-eight minutes of content, and we introduced you to uh, the song where Dave Mustaine just lists every. State,
2: so. <laughs> yeah, what's the name of that song? I was just trying to think he of the name Tulsa, of
0: it. Tulsa, yeah. He says, <laughs> he says it. Tulsa twice in like five cities.
1: <laughs> Tulsa, Albuquerque, <Alligree>, Tulsa. Tulsa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they had, um, I completely lost my train of thought. I was going to say something really funny and really clever. um And now you guys will never know what that was. So. It's called My Town. Yes, my town. My town. My town. Um that was that was a really fun episode. That was awesome. And that came like right after <laughs> Yo, Oh yeah, does wait, does he separate it? <laughs> Tala, ha, 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 ha. See, like he does like yes, that yeah. little <laughs> good call <laughs> putt <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> oh, Mustaine. You gotta love him. You gotta oh, he's love so him. Good. My favorite thing Mustaine does vocally is when he rolls his R's. He's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. he like does like a little. I can't do it, but he does like a little R roll sometimes. Um, it's it's really um, intense. I like his
0: his one syllable laugh. Like like uh, I think he does it in what my darkest hours. Like ha That's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's like Those the best one, those one, of one off laughs like I'm not really laughing. It's just sarcastic. Like <laughs> ha <laughs> 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 Bitch. <laughs> bitch,
1: which is probably, uh. in, to his credit,
2: <laughs> probably the best lyric ever written. <laughs> bitch, and that like it's almost as good as the bitch in "It's So Easy" by GNR, but better. Yeah, it's a it's a better bitch. I am gonna say it. it's a better bitch than the one in "It's So Easy." It's gotta be. Yeah, it has to it's be. be. It's the best bitch ever recorded. That bitch is the best bitch ever. Mike says, I love Risk, and I don't care who knows. I will say, and Punt Road will agree if you're still watching, Risk is not a bad album, especially compared to a lot of the albums that followed. I
0: I was just reading some headlines and stuff, and it was one where it was like a snippet of a quote where they're like, oh, we're writing Super Collider, and we're like, wow, this is like Risk. This is bad. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like <laughs> we should be nervous. This yeah. is bad.
2: <laughs> Greg, do you have a favorite metal <laughs> moment?
0: My fa- It's good. This has turned into the Megadeth podcast because my favorite <laughs> metal moment was when Dave Mustaine beat fucking cancer.
2: Oh, that's a good moment. Hey, metal yeah. like, hey,
3: hey. hey. <laughs> can we add <laughs> to that James <laughs> getting out of rehab? Yeah,
2: woo, yeah. yeah! yeah! Cancer and rehab. Oh. our idols are getting old but they're healthy which is, <laughs> yeah, which is good
0: yeah. well apparently dave beat cancer with the help of a lot of weed so that's good for him you know good for him as a recovering drug addict. Well, and
2: he's <laughs> and he's frequently uh videotaped drinking his uh a toot limone beer so i'm like hey are you supposed to be drinking are you drinking like what's i just read your rust and peace book which was like how you drink and then you do heroin so like well, how is this working right now i i hope i hope that he's doing well um Mm. but uh you know it's
0: probably it's probably one of those when you like talk to a old alcoholic you're like oh you drink too much like i used to drink two bottles of whiskey every day i only have a six pack every afternoon now (laughs) it is better but it's not uh not good (laughs) yeah
2: i would say my favorite metallic moment similar to that is uh James getting out, but also just like their reemergence as a band. You're like, okay, yeah. Like they're, mm. they're still going to make music again, which is cool. And, uh, they've been doing a lot of acoustic stuff, which is great. I think the, I think the best part about, uh, COVID in terms of music is that, you know, they, uh, a lot, everybody's had to like shift gears cause there's no tours. There's no this. So a lot of things have shifted to live streams or like sporadic releases, whether it's like a video release or this or that. And I, I, cause I think a lot of people are just doing a lot more playing and writing right now. And I think that's one of the pluses of this whole thing is that we're just getting more Mm -hmm. material and it's going out to everyone. So like when Metallica did the helping hands acoustic live stream, like that was something that was only going to be live in San Francisco, but then it became a global live stream. So everybody got to be a part of it. So that was cool. Yeah, that's yeah awesome.
3: I love that they're like still setting the standard, you know, for bands even in a year where nobody's touring or, yeah. or where most people are doing the sensible thing and not touring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, just bike riley. <laughs> well,
2: you know, some people are. Uh, um, oh, can we? Speaking of which, can we talk about your Smash Mouth, uh, your drama this year, Richard?
3: Uh, where, where do we start?
2: So. <laughs> Richard, for those of you who are, um, we might put in the a quote. The best yeah, part yeah. about COVID, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but listen, I'm an Captain, I, Captain Silver
0: Lining over I'm here. I'm an optimist. <laughs> you know what's okay? Great about COVID is uh, Metallica <laughs> playing something in San Francisco that the world got to see. That was the best part of COVID.
2: <laughs> hey, I got to see it. That was cool. Mike also says my favorite metal moment of 2020 was Adrian Smith's fishing book. It really hooked me. Now everyone laugh. Bitch. Um, but uh, what were we saying before Mike really interrupted us? Smash Mouth. Oh, Smash no, Mouth. So, so for yeah, those, I've been, yeah, I was just gonna I've say Richard. To sorry, make... I don't mean to talk over you, interrupt you, but just for people. <laughs> but I'm going to anyways. For people, I, you know, who just to give people a little bit of background, in case of anybody's listening who's new to this Richard is uh, a journalist who's well versed in Metallica, metal, and pop music and he has uh, uh, I-, I would say a legitimate fondness for Smash Mouth in an in a ironic but not ironic way
3: po- Post-ironic Yeah. Post-ironic, <laughs> post-ironic. Just, just look look that up on Urban Dictionary and you'll <laughs> see that I wrote the definition <laughs> <laughs>
2: But Richard, now with that fact. with that backdrop of information, I'm going to hand it over to you.
3: So, uh, uh, how does this work? A few years ago, a friend of mine tried to get Steve Harwell, the singer of Smash Mouth, to wish me a happy birthday on Twitter. And instead of wishing me a happy birthday, he replied, wrong date. <laughs> 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 Which is just incredible. I think he thought that My friend was asking me to wish him a happy birthday, which is just incredible. (laughs) Defeated. But then I got an actual birthday wish from Smash Mouth this year. They said, happy big day, Richard, which was very appreciated. And then uh, about two days later, it came out that they were one of the acts who played at the Sturgis bike rally to like, 100,000 bikers or something so that tweet was the most recent tweet at the time so they got fully ratioed on it just everyone piling on them under my birthday wishes so they deleted it <laughs> uh, oh,
2: but then God. there's more to it because ah, because then to make up for the tweet i believe it was the same friend who did uh, uh
3: yeah punk goes pod yeah uh, my friends emma and sam of the paid for a cameo to get rebecca black of friday friday <laughs> so she redeemed it the song belongs to her now
2: she did an acoustic it was like a in a, a folk uh acoustic rendition of uh all-star and
3: uh but but then that spiraled out of
2: control too it's, i mean this
0: sounds like it's, it's all spiraling out of control <laughs> <laughs>
3: True, because um, I think Smash Mouth <laughs> retweeted her. Or you, my, so there was an article.
2: Like, I feel like they. one of your yeah. friends took it, made it into yeah. an article online, and then posted yeah. the article on Twitter. And then Smash Mouth yeah. retweeted the article. Being like, whoa! Yes. I can't believe Rebecca Black like did this amazing cover of our song, but then everybody just shit on it because of COVID.
3: I think Rebecca Black was like, "Oh my god, is this real life?" And then everyone informed her, and she's like, "Oh no, okay." Uh,
2: I think that was part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like collaboration may not be happening. So <laughs> Richard really got shat on twice when it came to Smash Mouth.
3: It was very memorable. Yeah.
2: Mike says Walking on the Sun" is probably one of my top sixty Smash Mouth songs. <laughs>
3: they don't know joke, as they say.
2: <laughs> do they have sixty songs? How many albums does Smash Mouth have?
3: Like seven, I think. They have seven albums. How many say, albums say, do they have? No way out?
2: they have. There's no
3: way
0: they have fewer albums than you hope yeah. they
2: do. <laughs> How many albums did they have out before they broke big? They probably had like a couple, right?
3: They, well, they broke on their first album oh. with "Welcome to the Sun." steve harwell was a white rapper before then so he was basically Uh, that makes sense yeah right and also the first album has a song called sorry about your penis which is like (laughs) it's either a lounge song or like a double time like ska punk song yeah so make of that what you will
2: all right pun says rebecca black friday another perfect mashup of pop and metal (laughs) oh that's can we hire rebecca black on cameo to do an acoustic cover of black friday by megadeth yeah
3: yeah okay rate's very reasonable actually
2: i'm gonna look into this for 2021 that what what better way to ring in the new year than rebecca black singing black friday by megadeth acoustic (laughs) (laughs) Hacked off the head, oh, hacked
0: off their hands <laughs> <laughs> She's like acoustic
2: guitar in one hand and like painting yeah. in blood on the wall with the other. Yeah. <laughs> the devil on the wall. <laughs> uh, but says so that would be insane. We're gonna look into making this happen. I'm going to be on Cameo, I think, in the near future and see uh what those rates are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, Should we jump into the main event? Um, Like I was saying before, a lot of uh, great albums released this year. Uh, I think it would be cool if we all kind of gave three albums, whether it's our actual top three or just three that kind of stood out to us. Uh, Could be metal, could be non-metal, but uh, who would like to go first? Don't all jump at once. (laughs) I will go first. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Yeah, lead the way. I will go
0: first. You're, you're a fearless leader.
2: I will go first, but first. I will go first, but first. But first. But first.
3: Allison. Uh,
2: you know what we haven't said yet? Junior.
0: Oh, good. Good.
2: I wonder which one he prefers, Allison or Junior.
0: Well, oh, be, I'll be right back.
2: <laughs> All right, so... Peace out. Greg never comes back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh now we're getting a really nice view of his uh ceiling. Oh he has
2: yeah, he has a nice uh basement ceiling there. Um Greg, can you get up again? You are you're ruining the view. He has I see some pipes. Greg, might might, rec- can you move again? You might recognize us from hostile Two. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so my top three albums that I chose. There's a lot of great ones I could have gone with, a lot that I went back to. You mentioned Verminus. Uh, that might have been before we started recording, Richard, but you mentioned what? Verminous by the Black Dolly Murder, who last night had a great live stream, Ulamal. Um, great, fun time by them. And that was definitely right up there. Um, Ken mentioned the chat before the new Armored Saint album, that one is right out there. To, to be honest with you, I'm a big John Bush fan. I'm not even a big Armored Saint fan. Like my John Bush fandom comes from his time with Anthrax. Like I think he is the best vocalist to ever be in Anthrax. Sound of White Noise is my favorite Anthrax album, and of course I like some Armored Saint, but you know they're not the top of my list. But when I heard this album, holy shit, it is fantastic. Like start to finish, it's old school straight up metal. So those are kind of my two honorable mention so i guess i'm going to name 5 albums cuz i'm the host and i'm a douche so that's what i'm going to do but um save some for a rough, <laughs> right <laughs> those two are right up there but my top 3 are are just the three albums that i found myself going back to the most so uh for number 3 i'm going with um the latest trivium album um what the dead men say um i'm a Big Trivium fan from back in the day. Um, Greg was there when uh, we saw them live when, for the first time,
0: and you hated the shit out of them. Oh until they started yeah, playing? oh yeah. yeah.
2: So they ah. we they opened up for Danzig at the Ritz in Boston, oh, Massachusetts.
0: That was such a good show. That was so fun. And
3: um, what year was
2: that? What year was that? It must have been we were maybe two thousand one.
3: Ooh, that's early. Two
1: thousand two,
0: something like that. Yeah. Oh wait, when did three. we? No, 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 no. It was, no, like it was later. When four, did
2: when yeah. did I graduate college? Um, I I'm, 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 yeah. I moved up my college timeline to my high school timeline. It was like two thousand four or five. Three or four, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, let's say two thousand four. Yeah. So yeah. it was the we were debating to on whether we should go or not, and then we were like, oh, he's reuniting with Doyle and doing a half hour Misfits songs, and tickets were like maybe thirty bucks. So we're yeah, like, was, let's just yeah. go. We'll drink some beers before we go, and you know, do it up so we went for that the opening band came on i have no clue who they were i just remember that they were atrocious like a sloppy bar band like just really bad so then trivium comes out i have no clue who they are they're setting up their own instruments they look like they're five years old and the last band was so bad like this is gonna be horrible like can
0: well like matt hafey had like a full head-to-toe brown Carhartt, like, suit on. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. He had, like, like skin-tight brown Carhartt pants, and then, like, a skin-tight button-up Carhartt shirt, matching colors. It was like a Canadian tuxedo, but brown. Yeah. It was like, it was an odd look, but it was like, all right. Yeah. And so we're, we're, Brandon starts, like, going off. He's like, oh, these guys, <laughs> suck. Like, the last band sucked. No, these guys are going to suck. Look at them. It's so bad. Oh, he's like going off, and then I'm like, wait, hang on, hang on. The lead guitar player had like a he had a a patch on the back of his jacket, and it was Rust in peace. It was Rust in he peace. Like, yeah, yeah, Rust in peace. Cut on the. I was like, wait, 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 a second, wait a second. He's got a Megadeth, you know, rest in peace. The bass player had like an Overkill shirt on. It's like yeah, some there's some good stuff in there. Let's you know,
2: so let's see. Then they started playing, and I was like, holy shit, these guys are fucking awesome. So then. Like, I, we, I, I remember going back to the dorms and then uh, being like, I looked them up online. And they had like a couple songs on their website. So I listened to the songs. So, like, I really dig this. And it's like from their upcoming album, Ascendancy. And I, then I went down and, sent, and bought Ascendancy like the first week it came out. And then I told everybody I know about this band that I quote, discovered. And, uh, <laughs> but little did I know, they'd still be around in 2020. And I got to say, they kind of like lost me along the way. Like, I really liked the first. Uh, four or so albums first five albums Then they kind of lost me they did an album that David Drummond from Disturbed produced that I thought Uh, was just like shitty Uh, the songs were not great Matt Hafey's vocals sound like Disturbed like I just did not like the production I just did not really like that album then they kind of started coming back with their last couple albums and but I you know it's not like a thing where I was like oh yeah but this album I thought they really killed it it was really well done so what the Dead Men say is definitely one of my top albums of 2020
3: Nice. Oh, I mean, where was that gig again? Was that in Boston? Boston.
2: Yeah, yeah. the, the Roxy in Boston. Was it the Roxy? I ah, said the Ritz. So, so. Yeah, the Roxy. Yeah. <laughs> we were at the fancy Ritz Carlton. <laughs> so the
3: support band, according to setlist.fm, was either Cataclysm or Eyes of Fire.
2: I, I, I couldn't tell to you. I believe it was Eyes of Fire. I think it was Eyes of Fire, well, sounds familiar.
0: I've heard some Cataclysm yeah. songs. Cataclysm's like a, like, a real band. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, they're a legit band. Well, there
2: were three bands there. So I think it was like yeah. Yeah. there was one band but right before Danzig that yeah. maybe that was Cataclysm. Maybe. And then there was Trivium. And then there was like a band before them. Yeah. I remember the lead singer like- looking kind of Viking ish and then it just being like mm. a complete mess. But um doing my
0: research. That's the one that Danzig flipped me off. That was fun. <laughs> that was a good show.
2: <laughs> Greg was like the only one not singing. He was just like bobbing his head. Yeah. So Danzig looks at him and goes <laughs> and then <he> keeps <laughs> You're like, dude, dude, dude. I
0: I thought it was like, you know, you read into it like, oh, he's looking yeah. out of everyone. And it's like, dude, 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 he just flipped yeah. you off. Just flipped <laughs>
1: you
2: off. Uh, I caught that too. <laughs> I think i you know what though? I think we we definitely stayed for the Misfits set. Did we even stay for Mother? Did we stay for Mother even? We might have even left before them. If we stayed yeah. for Mother, I think we definitely left immediately as after the song. He had like yeah. three more songs, playing. we're like, why? Yeah. We saw, we yeah. heard Misfits, we heard Mother. Yeah, peace yeah. out. <laughs> Let's get out of here. And then it was awesome <laughs> because we went back and there was a snowstorm. And then we had no classes the next day, so we stayed up all night listening to Misfits Trivium and Drink. <laughs> nice. I think you we, – we were yeah. not 21 yet, but I think you had that big bottle of Captain Morgan on your <laughs> desk, and we just started drinking that. Oh, the good old days.
0: Yeah, I think we called that a Tuesday night
2: at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then my another one of my top albums of the year was uh, – and how I did not expect again. And now I did not like did not expect to like as much as I did, but the new protest, the hero album, um, I'm going to pronounce it maybe wrong. Cause I'm horrible at English. Palimpsest P A L I M P S E S T. Um, it is a phenomenal record. Um, you know, they're another band. I loved their first three albums. Their last album was not bad by any means, but they kind of lost me. Then they did an EP that, you know, it was not bad, but it kind of, you know, did not really stand out to me that well. And then this album, they just killed it. And uh, the songs are great. It's like very epic, very almost theatrical in a way, uh, but, you know, with the classic protest, the hero sound. So it's progressive, it's heavy, it's melodic, it's catchy. It's they've incorporated a lot of like keyboards and strings. It's kind of like add a uniqueness to it that it's like one of those things where it's doesn't, on paper, sound like it should work, but they make it work, and the songs are really good. And I just found myself, I listened to it once, then I went back and listened to it, and just kind of keep on going back to it. Uh, so I put that on my top three. Then my number one album is perhaps obvious for uh, a ass podcast, but I got to go with S&M 2 because that was... Uh, I, I like it better than the first S&M, if I'm being Same. honest. Um, yeah. I think yeah. it's a better performance i think it's a more solid and consistent set list from start to finish and uh i lived with that album so much when it was coming out because i was fortunate enough to uh do uh the review and to do uh you know a couple interviews with like scott pingle and uh it went out water and everything so that was just like a really cool experience for me as a fan and then kind of gave me like a even deeper understanding and uh of the album and the album's is just phenomenal. And the, in the video of it, the, the blu-ray is, uh, beautiful. It's beautifully shot. And, uh, just, it's a, just a, it's just a really well done project. Um, uh, Randolph, yeah, was, what are you saying? LOL about, are you laughing at me? Um, Brad <laughs> saying in your honor, went back in the archives to pull out my CDs from high school. Metallica okay. load album was my favorite with stains breaking the cycle and to Motley crew, Dr. Feel good. With that list, Brad, nobody would know how old you are, I don't think. <laughs> um, I know they're old, but it shows up on my Spotify in 2020. Load still holds up. I didn't, I know it has its haters, but that album still holds up in my head. Um, Greg, what were you saying, sir? I don't know. Allison. Allison. <laughs> Allison. Allison Drink. All
0: right. Top. Are you going to keep going on your top, or do you want to... Share that's the love. Three. That's, a three. Oh, that's, all that's, there? that's three. That's That's my three. Yeah, that's my three. But you gave the uh, bonus one up top, so that's why I figured it was.
2: Well, I did. I did my three, and then my two honorable mentions. Yeah. I, I all can, right. I, I can round out the top ten if you want.
1: Yeah, give
2: us a quick round. Yeah. yeah, do, um, do the medal roundup for 2020. Um, that's all I got, Greg. You're next.
0: Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> I kind of like. I went about this with. Um, I kind of get hooked on albums and they might not be the best ones, but they're just ones that kind of stick with me a bit. Um, so one that's been in almost near constant play lately is, uh, Russian band second to sun. Their album Leviathan came out this year. Uh, it's like a black, mostly black metal kind of black death metal album. Uh, super intense, but they do a lot of like atmospheric stuff. I'm always about that. It's kind of like scan soundscapes and, um, Kind of like an eerie vibe to everything. The first song's called Eerie. Um, but it's uh, it's very solid. It's very... Uh, a lot to it. A lot of depth to it. A lot to listen to and a lot to pick up time after time listening. Um, I kind of like those albums. Um, my next one is Annal Nathrakh in Darkenment. Uh, me and Brandon have gone back and forth about this, one, this band over time, kind of in general. They're, you know... Kind of like I read an article once. They were described as an apex predator of metal. <laughs> which yeah. I kind of like agree with. Like they have their moments, you know. Like yeah. kind of all of these albums so far, they're not like the the best album start to finish, but like when they do it well, it's like spot on. And I feel like that with an album too. Like uh, their album what was it last year year before yeah um was
3: i like that one it had oh, it had good. a song that sounded like paper planes by m.i.a but new metal, yes
0: yes with, the, like, the gunshots and the machine gunfire oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah this the new one like it was odd because i didn't really give it much of a listen at first i was like very obsessed with this band at different parts of history And then this came out and I kind of like gave it one listen was like, all right. And then just moved on, but I went back and then all of a sudden it just hit me the right way. And I played it like four times in a row. And there's so many moments in it that are like very intense or very, they kind of like get a little triumphant too. Like they have Mm. a lot of clean vocals and a big, almost like power metal way, but there's so much intensity behind it. It's crazy. Um, So that's another one that really kind of recently has stuck out. And then a, Probably my favorite album start to finish um, was Vader's Solitude and Madness. That was a good one. Uh, That was so good. It was just like an old school death metal band recording today and just absolutely crushing it. You know, very a lot of short but sweet songs. And they're all just very, you know, a gut punch right to the point. You know, no, no, no frills, no tricks. And it's just, you know. I don't know what else to say. It's just a great album, start to finish. I think
2: that was um, an album that you sent me, and mm-hmm. I was invaders one of those bands where you know the name, you've kind of have heard them along the way, but like for me, I was not. I'm I'm still not overly familiar with their catalog of stuff. Yeah. And then you sent me this album. And I was like, this is a really great album. It, it's funny because it's like not it. it Sometimes I hear an album like I gotta go back and listen to everything. But with like Vader I did not even bother because I was like, there's too much stuff. And I'm too overwhelmed. But that yeah. but that album is really good. And like you said, it's just it's heavy, it's fast, it's the songs are well written though, and it's mm-hmm. just like short and sweet. It's like in and out, you just it yeah. it doesn't stay along stay on long enough for you to get tired of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And even like the vocals are very like you can you can understand the vocals there like he's got this really interesting voice where it's very powerful and gruff but it's not like classic, you know, black or death metal where you can't understand a word. You know, you yeah. can hear every word and even like the lyrics are pretty interesting and powerful too in themselves. So it's it's just like the most solid listen I had this whole year I thought. It was it was a great album. Loved it.
2: Punt Road is mentioning Mr. Bungle too. Have you guys heard that album? I did. I did listen through. Like you sent it to me. Yeah, Yeah, that is a great album. And it's funny because, like, I mean, it's an old, it's a new old album because it's like a re-recording of their original demo before like they released their first album. But it sounds nothing like like the Mr. Bungle that we know because we know Mr. Bungle is like this avant-garde, experimental, like. Rock band, but they play with, you know, funk, jazz, and anything and everything else. But like this album is just like pure thrash metal. And it is, that one's great too. I mean, Mike Patton is just phenomenal. Listening to that album just sent, like, anytime I listen to a Patton album, I just go down a Mike Patton rabbit hole. And then I'm like, (laughs) 24 hours later i'm still on youtube and i'm like oh so many projects so many stuff but like he is literally <laughs> the most versatile vocalist i've ever heard in my entire life and
3: italian pop to yeah yeah metal.
2: italian pop with a full orchestra and then yeah. he like even in a faith no more set right like he will do um Disguise epic and, love. and then do yeah. like a burt Backrack song and then do you know Uh, the more like heavier side of it. Like he's just so all over the place. So then you have like Tomahawk, which is like native American. Then you have Phantomas, which is like just noise, avant-garde, like metal, hardcore. Mm. Like, it's just like anything he does. He's just amazing at it. He, he does voices of zombies and I am legend for crying out loud. Like the guy can fucking do everything. (laughs) That's cool. He pisses me off because he's so damn good. I'm like how do you As get you said some... he
3: might be the subject of your next podcast, right? I do
2: I would love to do a Mike Patton podcast. I just I, I realistically don't know if I have the time oh, yeah. to do anything besides <laughs> right. this one, but I would love to do a Mike Patton podcast because it's so easy. Once a week you just choose a song from any of his projects and there's, there's like an endless amount of projects and songs yeah. to choose from, mm-hmm. all very different and with Pretty much all of them. So much to talk about. He beatboxes in uh, Peeping Tom, like he does. Yeah, like, yeah. like there's just so much stuff. There's a video out there that, like, when I went down my latest YouTube rabbit hole of Mike Patton, there's like, have you guys ever seen like Vocal Coach reacts?
3: Oh yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> there's
2: a vocal coach. It's like a 20 minute video of like video clips of Mike Patton that people have sent her from like all of his projects, and I swear she's just like watching these clips and almost orgasming every clip he sings it is just because he is just that damn good she's like i've never seen anybody with like his range his versatility like he can oh, wow. he can scream he can do opera like I, there's nothing he can do he can't do i should say he can spin him and- Multiple languages, like oh, I'm I, I'm orgasming right now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. It oh. sounds like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, yeah, we can see your face. Oh. That's the worst part of all this. <laughs> have you guys see my O face? You just did. Yeah. Um, his yeah. version of '60s hit "Tower of Strength" is great too. Yay! The guy can literally do anything and everything. All right, I'm done with talking about Mike Patton before um, he turns into did, Mike Patton podcast.
0: I have a great question though. Did Mike Patton ever play with David ellison
3: I'm going to Google that.
2: I bet you he did at one point. I feel like in a live setting, he might have. He's played Probably. with Scott Ian and <laughs> Dave Lombardo now. He's played with Dave Lombardo a lot of times.
0: He's played with all of Megadeth <laughs> except for David Ellison. David Ellison. <laughs> oh, my God. We're we're killing Richard. He's switching over to water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to have Radical to assume, too. I'm almost out of beer down here. I mean, you're going to make me walk all the way upstairs for another beer? You're going to make me leave the mic on my own live stream yeah. to get another yeah. beer? <laughs> no, it'll
0: just be me and me and Richard staring at each other like, like Wayne and Garth. Or... Right.
2: Well, no, because so... the, then I will have to go back and listen to it before I post it, because God knows what you two will say about me. <laughs> I think that still is possibly my all-time favorite comedy. I'm going to say it. I don't know if that makes me you dumb or Richard, dumber, but.
3: Uh, if you asked Richard, why do you have a copy of Dumb and Dumb Up on VHS next we'd to you? A- we'd never <laughs> you know, ask you
0: that.
1: <laughs> you know what,
2: though? You know what, though? I feel like I know you so well by now, Richard, that that question literally would never even enter my mind because I'm like, of course he does. Yes,
3: yeah, it
0: only makes sense. Yeah. yeah, we have it on standby at all times. Yeah. <laughs> the real answer is
3: I built a standing yeah. desk. Um, out of old VHSs, so it just <laughs> props my monitor up. <laughs> True story. That was a COVID like fever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you
2: have a picture of this? Uh, For all well, the people listening, I can't turn At my
3: all. laptop around. But yeah, <laughs> all right. You <laughs> after after, after
2: this stuck. podcast is done, after this last stream is done, you're gonna take a picture right. and send it to me. All right. I need oh, it. This is something I need to see your COVID fever <laughs> dream desk <laughs> VHS tapes, <laughs> <laughs> of which Dumb and Dumber, I'm sure, is the crowning jewel.
3: It is. It's the spare one. If I need to go even higher, yeah. So.
2: I mean, I will say, rarely a day goes by where I don't quote either Dumb and Dumber, Angerman or role models.
3: It's me in the room. so. Well, the room yeah, is the a, room, a very, answer, yeah. very quotable. Oh, yeah. I actually,
2: I, I, I would add the room to that list too, because anytime I need to do something like for my daughter, I'll be like, anything for my princess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good story. I say, that. I say that to the
0: wife all the time. She loves it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Oh, oh, hey, Mark! <laughs> if only we could throw uh, a football right now, guys. Do You know how cool that would be to just like stand awkwardly and throw a football. This is the perfect group because we've got <laughs> <laughs> <You're at> WWE <laughs> I'm okay. yeah. 2018 football. That's I did definitely... <laughs> not go to shows, but I have one. <laughs> also, it's, stra- it's an Australian rules
1: football. So, uh... <laughs> uh, wait, is oh. that
2: is that part of the VHS? fever dream desk
3: it's on top of one of my speakers yeah
0: you get a free football every time you buy a copy of dumb and dumber in australia
3: Uh, i I don't even know how to explain our version of football so punt road will probably know more i
0: think i I think that's what i saw one time i was i like stumbled on it on the tv and it was like
2: oh my god i think we lost richard man down man down
0: Have you ever had anyone break a limb on a podcast before?
2: Cause I think we just did. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Oh, my God. Anyways.
0: Yeah. Hey, Richard, what do you, do you like about 2020 for music? Do you have top three music. albums, Richard? Yeah, I I can be a professional podcaster,
2: too. Maybe you have <laughs> yeah. top three albums, Richard.
3: Yeah. Richard. Top, Richard. I'll give you my top three <laughs> metal adjacent albums Ooh. Uh, so i guess number three would be, <laughs> number three would be zeal and Ardor. oh the yeah yep. it is technically an ep i think it's their shortest release so they all their release is pretty short they're all like 30 minutes at most or something but it's really cool it's like six tracks just standing against like racism and police brutality it's both very like historic and also very like of the current moment um, it's kind of ironic you I, would yeah, listen you're...
2: to that when that's when those are all things that you n- normally support and are not against, Richard.
3: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> just out here listening to like putting buzz and <laughs> seal and, and shuffle,
2: just making sure you're paying attention, Richard. Continue, yeah. Um, Richard, for yeah, the record, they're... is against racism and police brutality. <laughs>
3: Uh, no I'm for racism, but actually, <laughs> yeah, well, depends on the race. Never, never if it's like Italians.
2: Brutality. Yeah. yeah.
3: You
0: know. Italians deserve what they get. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, speaking of, of countries that share a border with Italy, um, Cielo and are Swiss. They're like uh, black metal but infused with like blues and like spirituals and stuff. But yeah, this EP also has some kind of like doom metal Tracks mm-hmm. for the first time. They almost sound like Celtic frost on Monotheist, that super heavy like uh mm-hmm. vibe. So uh, that's the official
2: genre of Australia. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, there are only two types of metal bands, really. There's ones who don't go uh and those who do. Mm-hmm.
2: There's two types great. of metal bands. Those that go uh and those that go Ugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Um, so two, <laughs> 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 these transitions are
2: great, guys. Keep it up. Oh my god!
3: Just... My number two. I want to swap these around, actually. Um,
2: ooh! So Greg, you're supposed to say ooh at the same time as me. Okay. Let's try it. Right,
3: three, two, one. Ooh. Ooh.
2: ooh!
3: Nice. You can do it in sync because you're <laughs> in like the same uh, vicinity. Whereas, like, if I try and do it, there's like a second yeah. between us or something. So, I
0: think I think
3: Richard's having an a, <laughs> a fever dream.
2: He's got a oh, yeah. he's he's, deep in fever. He's gonna build about <laughs> 10 more PHS desks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, number two is um, Underneath by Code Orange.
2: I've heard great cool things band. about them. So I don't really know much about Code Orange, to be honest with you. I know that they're, they're I like think... popular in the genre.
3: Yeah, where are they from? I don't know. Are they from Boston or are they from New York?
2: I was going to say, I feel like New Pens- York, but I could be... It's either Pennsylvania, yeah. Boston, or New York.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: from Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. So. That or New Jersey, or, or New Hampshire. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's how much I the know Northeast. about American okay? yeah. so, um I'm looking it up. Yeah, they're from Pittsburgh. Oh, there you go. And Same difference. kind of a hardcore, metalcore band. Like, metallic hardcore, really. So, more like Converge or yeah. something. Uh, not then okay. than, like, a kill switch or whatever. But... um. Sometimes I describe them as sounding like, sound like Slipknot squared, you know. <laughs> they,
2: Wait, Slipknot does not need like any more members. Heavier. Do we have to square them?
3: Yeah, they have only four members, but they sound heavier to me. So yeah, yeah, I know how. Yeah. But part of it is um they have a lot of like electronics in their music, but mm. they do this really cool thing on the new album where. They'll do, they'll be riffing and then they'll hit like a pinch harmonic or something like the woo, and then electronically, they'll just like cut off like all the signal for like half a beat or something. Mm. So it sounds like the CD skipped, but Mm, like on purpose, Cool. really like disorienting, but Mm. um, groovy and they write like crazy heavy songs that still feel kind of poppy in a way, Mm. hence the Slipknot connection in my mind, so... Hmm,
2: that's that sounds like something exactly you would like like the way you described.
3: they've 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 done several wwe themes as you may know so So, yeah i I was
2: gonna say i feel like i've seen them before in like a pay-per-view yeah yeah yeah
3: good shit my number one would be i disagree by poppy um she is (laughs) she kind of was like a weird internet performance art figure uh, turned pop star, turned like pop metal singer, okay, in a weird way, like, uh, how do I describe it? Almost like baby metal, but not a gimmick. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, baby metal! I always metal, found baby Greg. metal to be, like, I never actually Ugh. like wanted to listen to them. You know, they <laughs> just seemed like a kind of like a prank played on you know blabbermouth readers or something. But Poppy is kind of doing it. They're super, like, sunny pop with, like, harsh breakdowns and stuff and screams, but yeah. in a more sincere way. Kind of sounds like a a mild mental breakdown. <laughs> well, <laughs> with I just, uh, perfect I for just, 2020. I just
0: yeah. uh, Googled this and then brought up the Wikipedia, and the photo for I Disagree, it might be the album cover. It's, like, a blonde girl's high school photo, but then they superimposed, like, Inky running black metal makeup over it, oh my and God. like superimposed. Yeah. Just... Oh yeah, I'm seeing it now.
3: Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Actually,
3: she's performed cool. with WWE as well, so oh, uh, cool that's where I get all my music. <laughs> <from. laughs> yeah. That's where you get yeah. all your music and all your yeah, footballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, she, she's also the first woman, apparently, to be nominated for best metal performance at the Grammys. So they're getting something right.
0: At the sixty third annual Grammy Awards, yes. Yes,
2: that is. Oh, you're so up at the Grammy Awards, Greg. (laughs) You're so Greg's I've always said Greg's the number one Grammy Awards fan that I know.
1: Yep. (laughs) Well,
2: I will I will definitely check it out of curiosity because I've seen the name I've seen her name pop up everywhere as especially between the Grammy nomination and between uh like year end lists. I've seen her album a lot. And I and so like she's one of those artists I know the name I just don't really know her. Yeah. So I will definitely check it out out of curiosity. And I guess too I, I have do to check out she's... uh Code Orange too. Yeah, cuz yeah, she's signed
3: un- to Sumerian Records actually. Yeah. Which you would never expect yeah. with all their like gent bands and stuff, but that's yeah, all. Yeah. like she's legit like very metal, so.
2: <laughs> Sumerian's starting to branch out though too. They just signed uh a little known yeah. band called The Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. I like the new Smashing Pumpkin songs that I've heard. It sounds like Smashing Pumpkins, so you know.
2: I've heard I've <laughs> I've heard songs that do not sound like Smashing Pumpkins. It sounds like Billy Corgan doing the soundtrack for Donnie Darko. Which is not a bad thing,
0: but Which but you know, to me that sounds like the Smashing Pumpkin. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, you know, I always think
3: of of Billy Corgan as like the Dave Mustaine of Alternative Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good he, that's actually that a, a he has a perfect yeah. voice yeah. yeah he's also kind of a tyrannical band leader yes Yep. at yes. times he i don't think he's I
0: i don't think he's a wild drug addict though right that might be the only key that's missing i've never yeah, heard don't. that he might be but <laughs> that's the only <laughs> he's if he's ever done multiple speedballs in an hour you so know, he what, might be the same as Dave, what but...
2: what smashing pumpkins album would be their risk or their Super Collider.
0: Um,
2: a- <laughs> Swan? <laughs> yeah,
3: probably. <laughs> probably Swan? Didn't they have three uh, guitarists and cover Number of the Beast?
2: He did an acoustic version, didn't he, of the Number of the Beats? Because I feel like I, I heard it in a movie, and I was like, oh, I actually like that cover, and it sounds like Billy Corgan. Mm. When was this recording? I think when I Googled it, it was like Swan... Um, The number of the beats. My question is this, right? Mm. If you're going to be in the Smashing Pumpkins and you're going to have multiple lineups of that band and that band is going to make albums that sound different, why do you come out with other projects under different names?
3: That's a very good question. It's an excellent question. Richard, I'll let you take this one. (laughs) (laughs) I... Do not have an answer to that, <laughs> especially because he's had like multiple side projects at once. Yeah, yeah, too. Like he did Zwan and like Billy Corgan solo kind yeah. of at the same time. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then I like the uh, what was it the something embrace. I really like that album. It was like oh, yeah. Smashing Pumpkins, but it was very electronic. Yeah, you know, there's some good songs on it. But
2: and then he uh, he also sometimes record under uh, William. Patrick Corgan, when he's feeling, yes. when he's really feeling himself. Yeah. Um, did you know
0: he did the uh, soundtrack, uh, the score to Stigmata, the movie? Did he? Oh yeah, yeah. Just the straight score. It's all like orchestral compositions. Yeah, I did not
2: know that. Did he you know that Mike Patton the... did the voices of zombies in I Am Legend?
1: <laughs> I found that out earlier today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did you know that Billy Corgan was in NWA? Not the rap group, <laughs> the wrestling, wrestling alliance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I mean, as we, much uh, as I knew I that for a
2: moment, it. I was like, "Wait, straight out of Corgan, what's going on over here?" <laughs> <laughs> um, Rose says AMA's not honoring Eddie Van Halen just after he died. Poor moment of 2020. At least the Grammys are improving mm-hmm. nominations as they get worse. Um, yeah. So the wait, the American Music Awards already happened, I guess, and they did not honor Eddie yeah. Van Halen. Did they do yeah, it an in memorial thing? I don't know. Punter, let us know in the chat. If they did an in memorial thing where they show everybody who passed? How do you not show Eddie Van Halen, who's one of the most influential yeah. guitarists of all time? Like he transcends like rock. Yeah.
3: yeah. So
2: how do you how are you a music award show and not, or did did they not do an in memorial thing and maybe they just did not do anything extra for him? I'm curious, Punt. Let us know. Um, hmm. But yeah, wait—the Gram- the Grammys have not happened yet, right?
3: No, nah, it's like no. Jan yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: No, they did not do uh, an immemorial memorial thing. Okay, I mean they—it would still have been cool if they did something. He's such an easy guy to pay tribute yeah, to, especially if it was just after he died. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's America for you, American music wars. Am I right? Am I right, guys? <laughs> um. Punt's like, no, it's the Australian Music Awards here. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> um, I have noticed that the the Grammys do look like they're putting in more effort into uh the nominations, um, at least in yeah. their the metal category. Uh, I have noticed though that like and maybe this is just a sign of the times, but like the rock nominations is really just kind of like whatever. But maybe that's just because everything is like sort of uh just blending together in terms of genres like pop is country country is pop rock is pop pop is like maybe that's why but it seems to definitely be like you know you have like your standards like a foo fighters type band that be in there then you have like something kind of like oh is that is that rock i'm
3: actually mm. the this year's best rock performance nominations were all women which was um significant so that was cool. Like, not leaning towards heavy, but, like, all really cool acts, like Fiona Apple and stuff. So, oh. yeah.
2: But that's another one. So, so that's, like, a perfect example, right? Like, Fiona Apple does a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah. Is it best classified as rock?
3: In a broad sense, it's rock music. Yeah. Like, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, rock-based yeah. music. music yeah. saying, like, rock has to be three chords. And
2: I say it has to be four chords!
3: Hey. And a basic. <laughs> drums you got
2: there, man. Do you like my drums? These are like my Saint Anger drums, Richard.
0: Uh, oh hell yeah! Turn that snare off.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hope this picks up in the pocket Just like, because <laughs> I'm not editing this guy, so. What, oh, you what you them. get is what you get. No Jethro Tull to be seen. Yes, no Jethro Tull to steal another Grammy away. Those bastards. Ah, long. <laughs> do we have? Do we have anything else? To, <laughs> do, we, do we have anything else to add about uh, 2020 albums moments? the year in review does anybody want to tell me how awesome i am how handsome i am how smart i am how um sweet huggable snuggable, kissable i am anything everything i think
0: when it, well I think when it comes to you you pretty much say everything that needs to be said so <laughs> <laughs> just, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so i will
3: say yeah. that um that I, I did recently calculate that I've been on over 24 hours of Metallicast. It's probably like yeah. 26 or seven yeah right now. Plus this. Yeah. Plus so this. thank you for having me. Thank you for randomly seeking me out. Yeah. way Back in. Uh, I stalked the you. Old Richard. Days of I stalked you. 2018. Yeah. Right. He told me all about well, it. Yeah. It was kind of frightening yeah. a little bit. But. I was like, <laughs> Here I have, we are. I
2: have pictures of him yeah. up in my bedroom and I'm, Oh, okay, maybe take a picture now. Be good. <laughs> the old face was too when much, I, um... Brandon Punt. Shut your mouth. Shut your silly Australian mouth. Go drink a Foster's. Yeah, I, I, a Wait, I heard that's only American. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's technically racist. So, <laughs> <laughs> Richard, can you confirm that Foster's beer? Is that just like yeah. an American? That's like an American creation, right? Like a fake Australian beer? Do you guys actually have that in Australia?
3: We do actually have that.
2: But is it actually an Australian beer, like made in Australia? Yeah, it's okay.
3: it's not like a popular beer. I feel like it's the image of Australian beer, that in like Victoria beer. Uh,
2: the only thing Americans know about Australia is um, kangaroos, shrimp on the
0: Barbie, yeah. shrimp on the
2: Barbie, Outback Foster. Steakhouse. Oh
0: <laughs> yeah, no
3: right No rules, <laughs> <just> right? <laughs> no right. Bloomin' <laughs> onion, not an Australian delicacy. Um,
2: it should be though. It should be it should, a... I would like to try one. It should be a delicacy in every country. Sure. <laughs> in the oh, and Valley. you know
3: about Richard S. E. so... Yes. That's a plus. That is a plus.
2: My real name is Mick Dundee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not Punt Road. <laughs> Speaking of Punt Road, isn't Punt Road like a main road in Melbourne, and yet you live in Perth? is that the 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 plot
2: thickens Uh, i'm gonna go
0: before this gets ugly (laughs) some australian
2: (laughs) dramas playing out live on air where will this go what will happen puns do you have any fighting words back he says yes he admits to it you're a fake you're a phony you're no good good for nothing (laughs) confirmation (laughs) you're just like yeah yeah um I was going to say something brilliant, something really clever and witty again and I forgot. Oh, it's like a sneaky cipher. <laughs> <He's laughs> throwing people off your tracks, are you a punt? Well, what was I going to say, guys? Tell me what I was going to say. Oh, I have two uh questions for you, right? Before we go, before we end this uh before we end this thing. Because Christmas is right around the corner. If you could hear James Heffield sing any Christmas song, what song would it be? And I thought of this question when I was earlier today going, rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty soon my wife's going to text me and say, you're being too loud. (laughs)
0: Uh, Our baby's trying to sleep. Please shut up. Uh... (laughs) she probably needs that tattooed on her forehead right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at this point yes yeah.
3: i'm gonna say james headfield should cover santa tell me by ariana Grande. i think that would be very fun
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> i'd like him to cover um baby it's cold outside but he plays the female part <laughs>
2: Wait, who plays the male part mustaine
0: david mustaine <laughs> plays, the part. David, yeah. david plays or
2: david ellefson <laughs> Ooh, Drake! i'm gonna finish this beer
0: I really can't. You really should stay. You
1: can't stay. cold outside. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I really can't stay. Ooh, you really need to stay. <laughs> <laughs> you two need to record this. <laughs> Wait, we need to have a lot more beers before we do. R- Pond says Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer or Tannenbaum in full German. <laughs> <laughs> Now that would be pretty metal. I feel like though, if you do Tannebaum in full German, you kind of got to go full like black metal with it. Like I just feel like a German black metal anthem, Tannenberg, boom, boom. And I can't you just picture, can picture like Tannenberg in the black metal like font, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yep, it's got to be the the like six eight. <laughs> <laughs> Richard's doing graphic design on the fly. <laughs> oh, tiny mom, oh, tiny mom. <laughs> we just recorded it.
1: That's,
0: that's actually probably better than most Burzum recorded. So. <laughs> it's got three mics involved. It's definitely higher quality.
2: <laughs> three mics for three people rather than yep. two mics yep. for five. <laughs> 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 I had another really important question, but obviously it's not that important because I forget mm. it. Again, I'm just so really good at this job, guys. I'm 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 gonna quit my Wait day on. job and
0: uh we're honored to be here.
2: You should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, thank you so much for you know taking time out of doing nothing to do this. And uh <laughs> no, I always appreciate you guys coming on, um, especially Richard, Greg less so. Because Greg, yeah, Greg does it I'm, out of charity. Greg does I'm it out of charity. <laughs> Greg's like, we're we're basically related at this point. I guess I have yeah. to. Um, yeah. But Richard, you could easily ignore me, and you don't, and I appreciate you in all of your I Smash Mouth-loving you. ways. Yes, you could have. You should I have.
3: I didn't ignore you. <laughs>
2: I feel like I need I... to sing Richard a song.
1: Ooh, it's gonna be Chain of Boom!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, chain of boom. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, guys, thank you. And thank you to everybody for listening, downloading, subscribing. Please leave me a positive five star review in Apple Podcast. And uh there will be a new episode out on Monday. I sit down with Connor Ooh. to do uh to finish our look at cunning stunts and cunning stunts part two. And that it's going to be the last Metallicast episode of Ever. 2020.
1: <laughs> uh, hey. I'm, I'm going to take a short two-week break
2: and return on Monday, January 14th for the first new episode of 2021. And from that point forward, you should be getting more new episodes every single week. And I'm going to be working hard and getting uh, Dave Mustaine and Lars Ulrich on the podcast. So um,
3: I keep wondering when a you're going to run dream. out of like... Metallica-related Figos to interview. Me too. <laughs> but so many.
2: You know what, though? I honestly... Well, like, about a month... This is a little inside baseball for you guys, right? So about a month in advance I sit down, I'm like, alright, what are some ideas I have? And by the end of the month I look back and go, I did none of those ideas because things just randomly pop up. And they're like, oh, hey, you want to yeah. be on my podcast? And then, And then I'm like, oh, wait, I told this guy, you know, five weeks ago that they can be on the podcast. Let me reach out to that person, and then we schedule. It's just kind of an that type of thing. But there are a surprising number of people to speak to, and who want to be spoken to about Metallica. And um, 2020 was Didn't a good you try year. Oh, <laughs> try <laughs> to
3: get Hulk Hogan. Oh, I tried.
2: I tried to get Hulk Hogan on the podcast. So here's a story, all right? Here, here's an exclusive story because the story is as from Hulk Hogan's mouth that he tried out to be the bass player of Metallica. So, uh,
0: I think we've all seen the gif of him playing guitar. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, hell yeah, brother. A yeah. Like a true American. So yep.
2: I went on, like, I spent like an entire week of my summer just saying who are like the craziest <laughs> people I could try to get on this podcast. So I just sent emails out to a bunch of PR people. Some of them, you know, write you back. And they say they're not doing interviews at this time. In other words, no.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of them say, you know, send us dates, send us times, da-da-da-da-da. And some of them just never write you back. Those are usually your three possible scenarios when writing to a PR company, I have discovered. Well, when you write to Hulk Hogan, you get, what's your price? <laughs> they wanted me to pay. Hulk Hogan to be on my Metallica podcast. So technically, yeah.
3: Not only is that not going to happen, it's unethical because yeah. as a journalist, you're not supposed to pay your sources.
2: That's right, and I am a journalist, a, a very of a devout faith. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, but uh, I so I wrote back and said, um, "This is a i I wrote something along the lines of like. This is a PR opportunity. Um, Is there somebody else um, who I should be reaching out to and for like press inquiries? And then I just never heard back again. So that's my Hulk Hogan story, brother. So, uh, yeah, but maybe one day, maybe he'll finally come back and be like, my fee is five bucks. And I'll be like, here's 10. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) Maybe he needs a. And know what? Know what? I'll scoop him up when he has another sex tape scandal. I'll scoop him up, and when he drops another n word, maybe I can scoop him up. He's at his (laughs) all time low. Hey, that might actually be be, yeah negative PR for you. Hulk Hogan's (laughs) like, I'll pay you to be on your Metallica (laughs) podcast, brother. (laughs) This is is I Don't want to touch that one. (laughs) I think we'd have Fred Durst on instead. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that. Fred Durst on Metalcast, right? Ooh, I never even thought yeah, of having him on.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I have a Hulk Hogan story, so I'm doing it in a video. <laughs> <once>. <laughs> uh, oh, ooh, Punt Road says, what about Les Claypool? That is a fantastic one to look into, Punt. Oh, All cool. right, I'm on it. I got a lot of ideas and uh, dream guests lined up for 2021 and beyond. So to answer your question, Richard SC, I don't know, but they just keep on popping up. And there's a lot of authors and journalists and bands and fans. And there's so many topics that I have still not gone to because I, I I feel like I was doing like a lot of deep dives. And then this year I've done a lot of interviews. Mm -hmm. And now I think in 2021, I'm going to try to find the perfect balance of both. That's my goal. In addition to helping this podcast continue to grow. And maybe, 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 possibly. Maybe I'll do like a Patreon or some crazy podcast shit like that. And make good luck. Pennies, (laughs) Pennies. <laughs> yeah, pennies on a dollar. <laughs> or just pennies. Yeah. Uh, one of these you yeah. know what
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna make a claim right now. I'm gonna come on one of these shows and actually contribute in a positive Metallica way.
2: I don't believe you. <laughs> hey, wait, it, is it gonna, what's the uh, day? Is it April? <laughs>
0: I'm gonna pick one topic. I'm gonna read everything I can about me, ride the lightning and I'm gonna have I'm gonna conduct a miniature um, course on it. That's that's what that's my goal for 2021. I, I like the, that oh, goal. The, oh wow, what happened? The most improved guest
2: award. <laughs> I want to win that. One. <laughs> hey, well, this was not planned. But Richard, do you have a goal for 2021? Hopefully, it's related survive. to my podcast too. <laughs> <You gotta> survive. get <laughs> yeah.
3: the vaccine, it just it just shed the dead <laughs> weight of this podcast, Richard. I think Finally Richard, lost. I
2: think you well, misheard me. You're talking about. Uh, unimportant things like surviving vaccine i said uh, preferably it's related to this podcast which is the most important thing uh, in your life
3: well i was gonna say also <laughs> finally launch my own podcast but
2: yes that related i have in, been in eagerly awaiting
3: i have to give you credit
2: what's that for what, oh, what i have did to give you
3: credit for like give you know being the first person to actually host me on a podcast so well done brandon
2: thank you podcast <laughs> Goes, wait! I'm I'm gonna mess this up. Pod goes punk. Punk goes pod.
3: Something like that. It's that could very well be two different podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) They they are actually two different podcasts. There is a pod goes punk and a punk goes pod. But
2: which one are you friends with? That I I've spoken to them. I should know this. Punk goes pod. Yeah. All right. Punk goes pod. You were not the first, huh? Apparently, you're the best. They weren't the first, but you were not the first. And you never forget your first. You never forget no. your best either, but you never forget your first. I'm not the this best, is. but I'm the first. By the way, Punk goes pod. We should probably collaborate <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know what I want? Yeah. I want like more Brandon solo episodes. Remember when this show was like just you talking? Just
2: me talking, yeah. I did not like that though. I like talking to people. <laughs> I like talking to people. I like True. interacting with I the masses. Though. Plus, honestly, honestly, it's less work for me because I feel like I have <laughs> I feel like I have to do so yep. much more like research and include so much like clips and stuff and it's just me because I'm like who in the world wants to just hear me in my thoughts and opinions. But if it I'm talking like- to somebody else then it's like I can have like a conversation and be like interject things richard's saying no richard's saying no (laughs) all right we'll do a survey we'll do a survey maybe maybe i should do a solo
0: episode wants facts and data and interesting information in a narrative form whereas (laughs) you're more free form. you're like jazz you're metallica jazz where you just show up and just wing it and you get a lot of a lot of hey what are you thinking about i don't know you i don't know and then dead air for 20 seconds. Well,
2: I <laughs> I feel like the podcast definitely has changed over three years. And I yeah. wonder if, you know, I feel like it's been a natural change. I wonder if people who signed up for it at the start still care because it's like so different, I feel like. And then I wonder if people who started listening now, if they go back to the old ones, they're like, what is this? Huh? You know, yeah. so that's just part of being a professional i guess and just keeping it all united <laughs> and consistent mm-hmm.
3: i found your last solo podcast was december 10 2019 about rockabye baby lullaby renditions of Metallica, so.
2: i did do wait i did do a mini episode about helping hands Metallica. even yeah. though i did feature oh, yeah. an audio clip from somebody else i did feature deacon oh. from the deacon and co Show. I don't remember
0: that
2: oh yeah you did you skip that one i guess because you're too busy with your favorite podcast i see how it is uh mm. mega cast i see how it is <laughs> i see pod. how it is mike's saying i want more shows with just guests and no brand <laughs> i was
0: i was waiting to bring this point up
2: <laughs> <laughs> honestly me too but um i'd much rather listen to uh John Bush and Mark Englinton and people just talk for an hour and a half without my yeah. stupid voice. <laughs> yeah,
0: John Bush and Brian Slagle talking to each other without you there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's
3: see. Eric Braverman. And oh. David Ellison. Oh, fuck. Eric oh,
2: Braverman. God. I got it. Since this is sort of a year wrap up, yeah. I will say that is the, the craziest episode I've ever done. <laughs> I, hilarious. I mean I don't even know where to begin talking like you have to go and listen to it it is it is very informative it's also very factual but it's also very opinionated it's also very um crazy <laughs> and it's but above anything it's very entertaining and I'm actually really looking forward to reaching out to him and hoping to get him back on again. I would love puns saying Braverman. wowzers. He just listened to that one. Not that long ago. I know he reached out to me about it. Yeah. I, my goal, my goal, one of my goals in 2021 is to get Eric Braverman back, but to do one of these and do a live stream where he can interact with people and just not be like that was Eric Braverman edited. (laughs) I'll cut a wrestling
3: promo on him. Since he wants to play the heel, Eric Braverman, You want to take over the Towercast? Spit your facts, I, your, your fiction, intertwine them together so we don't know the difference. Eric Braverman, I'm coming for you. I have to say, 2021.
2: I have to say, once in a while, I release an episode where I'm like, I'm not sure how like people are going to think about this. Like the Pop Talga episode I did with Jeremy White this past year. I released that one. I'm like, I'm not sure how people are going to like this because we talk a lot about uh, Mutt Lang and Shania Twain (laughs) (laughs) and Def Leppard. And uh, the beginning, I completely changed the intro. So you heard like snippets of all those bands. I'm like, I'm not sure how people are going to uh, react to this. But Eric Braverman was one of those episodes that, for completely different reasons, I was like, I'm not sure how people are going to react to this. Because some of the things he said, I was like, should I really even put this in the episode? Like, sh- should he be telling me this? Should he be saying this? Should I share his thoughts with the world? But I'm like, he said it. I'm going to include it. And it is what it is. Um, Pun said, I had to message Brandon after 15 minutes as it blew my mind. Reconfirmed my view about Lars getting seriously unfair press compared to James. Get him back. PS done. All his comments are verified. Yes. The all all yes to all that. Um but he said some things where I'm just like I'll leave that in, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be defamation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but when he's he, my favorite though is when he like he he says he said something. I've one of the many things he said, he's like He's like, you can send that to Blabbermouth and get a headline, and then he names the person who runs, and then he names the person who runs Blabbermouth. He's like, fuck that guy, <laughs> and I was like, so I, 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 I'm not sure if I included. I think I included this in the final episode. I don't. I don't know if this is part yeah. I was edited out, and I joked. I was like, "Well, how am I supposed to get this on blabbermouth if you just told the guy to go fuck himself?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like, edit this part out." <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will, oh, I will, hands down. When COVID's over, I I never had any desire to travel through Arizona. Until I talked to Eric Braverman because he told me if I'm ever doing a road trip through Arizona to stop by his house and see his killer turtle in the middle of yes. his living room. So that's oh now God. that's now a life goal of mine. Yeah. Um to do that. Yeah. So um that is basically Metallicast the Year in review. Um, <laughs> hey, hey! Happy three years! You know, congrats. <laughs> um,
3: Welcome to a master of puppets. Yeah. Thank yeah. you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. It's my masterpiece. Yeah. I can't wait for my black album year. Now, right? Well, next year that means next year I'll be on MTV, which is cool. Mm-hmm. and the Grammy mm-hmm. Awards, so that'd be cool. Yep. But the hmm. black album year is the year I'm really gonna take. I'm gonna be like Joe fucking Rogan that year. Spotify is going to be paying me like 400 billion dollars for my exclusive for their first exclusive Metallica podcast they're going to be like oh we need a Metallica podcast who's out there Brandon 400 billion dollars later here we are
0: mm-hmm. uh not to be a wet blanket on the situation <laughs> but uh who's the Cliff Burton of this year hmm uh Uh,
2: Oh, well, on that note, guys,
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, Richard almost kind of killed himself just trying to catch his own football earlier, so that's not a good look. The, 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 he's, a, he's abandoned us to just start playing bass like, that def- <laughs> oh, that's, that's, too, that's just too too accurate oh, god damn it <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Richard take care of yourself I'm gonna feel real guilty buddy
2: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You know what I love about this live stream tonight is that we've been can't talking. Be aired copyright recently now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to wake up tomorrow, banned in 260 countries.
0: <laughs> yep,
1: yep. Here we go. Five people are going to hear this one, and we're three of them. <laughs> uh.
2: Um, I. If there's one thing I've learned with Richard, (laughs) is that everything he owns, everything he owns, is within arm's reach of him. That's a fact. Oh wait, you
3: haven't seen this.
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, ritual, Well, for the people listening oh, to this in podcast uh, form, can you explain what you just held up?
3: <laughs> uh, I I just pulled up a um a cross stitch that says somebody once told me the world is going to roll me by the great Emma Gold. I just snorted. Part, so.
2: oh my god! <laughs> I'm literally crying right now. It's ridiculous. Um. Oh, oh man. What I was going to say was. The best thing of the, the what I love about this live stream is that we could have actually made like a half hour episode, but we've been talking now for over ninety minutes, and the last forty oh, minutes oh, yeah. have just been Richard playing the bass in the background and <laughs> violating, in violating every copyright law. No demand. <laughs> <laughs> He takes a mortal man. <laughs> keep on going. Keep on going.
0: Yeah, why well, stop now? Do the rest of it, actually.
2: Put him oh, in God. control. You yeah. just, the, just give me the butt on riff. Uh, <laughs> he tries to take his pulse before the head explodes. Explode! Explode! Explode. Just like the Pied Piper. <laughs> Little rats through the streets. <laughs> we dance like the Marionettes. Punt <laughs> Road says
0: Dawn Patrol, Richard. Well, oh, do we know
2: Don Patrol? <laughs> 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 Whoever's just tuning in right now, I'm sorry.
0: Uh, I think you're welcome. Is more like it. <laughs> Love
2: an unamplified bass. Uh, how many uh, times do you think Miss Dane has uh, turned off Ellison drink? He pulled
0: the Sid vicious and just the <laughs> <un-plugged him off laughs> <playing around.
2: Yeah. laughs> Oh, all right. Well, I think that's the perfect (laughs) copyright law to end on.
3: (laughs) I'm going to play your outro.
2: (laughs) 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 Keep playing, Richard. Keep going. I'm going to talk over this. You ready? All right. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you for a great 2020 on Metallicast, the Metallica podcast. Make sure you do it in Monday for the final new episode of the year before I return with more new episodes on Monday, January 14th. And if you're not already, download, subscribe. (laughs) It's so hard to do this when I'm listening to things. Leave a positive (laughs) five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. middle yeah!
1: Yeah! (laughs)
0: <laughs> Magnificent
1: Fans <laughs> <laughs> not experts